Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rabbit Weasel podcast, episode number 43, Mothra versus Godzilla. I'm your host, Jared, uh, here, as always, with my brother, Justin. Hello, Justin. How are you? Hello, Jared. It's good to be here with you. And my sister-in-law, Mia. Mia, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. This is take three. Um, <laughs> for those of you, <laughs> you don't see all the hard work we put into this. This is, I think, our third third time trying to record this episode. Right. Uh, now we're getting it done this time. We're getting it done. Yeah. Or as Larry the Cable Guy would say, getting her done. How do you watch that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a yeah. pretty serious throwback. Get her done! Is he the guy from um, Dodgeball that, like, puts his finger in the belly button? I don't think so. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he was in any movies. He's like a comedian and Larry the Cable Guy. Because in, in that movie, he goes, get in there, boy. Larry the Cable Guy, you would, you would not forget. Uh, he responds to letters from toddlers, uh, which was a whole bit. Anyways. <laughs> Getting ready for take four, it appears. Mothra versus Godzilla. Okay, <laughs> this was released in 1964. Okay, uh, Mothra had made her debut in her own film in 1961. So uh, this was, she had already been around a little uh, little time. And this is our, this is the third movie in the series, I believe. One, two, three. No, this is number four. We had the original Godzilla, Godzilla Raids Again, King Kong versus Godzilla. And here we are with Mothra versus Godzilla. Um, this is this is really the last of the series where Godzilla is a villain. You know, after this, he moves more and more towards a kind of hero, superhero kind of character. Um, and I guess let's start in a last interesting thing about this film. It was released the same year in America, except the name was changed to Godzilla versus the Bang. And they never showed Mothra. It was just like a big question mark and no one was supposed to know what thing was in America. I guess I guess they thought it would be a mystery would be more appealing than a moth. <laughs> but Mothra has, of course, become one of the most popular characters. So uh, let's get started with, had either of you seen this one before? No. I had seen it, yeah. I had not. Okay, so let's go with uh, Mia first. Of uh, the Godzilla movies you've seen so far, we've seen a few of them. What did uh, you think about this one? Um, I thought it was fun. Um, I think Godzilla spent most of his time just stomping around town. Um, <laughs> so, but he was stomping around town. But um, I thought it was fun. Um, I think I like this one comparatively to all the other ones. I think I like this one. This one's one of my favorites. Really? You like this one better so far? Okay. Um, this is generally very well received among the Godzilla films. It's a very popular one, and most people would agree with you that it's one of the better ones. Uh, what about you, Justin? I guess you, you must have seen this one when we were little. I, I think I had this one on VHS. Yeah, I think we watched it, and then we watched some scenes from it at one of the G-Fest we went to as well, which was kind of a refresher. They had all those movies going on, and if I could watch some of it there. Um, so it's of the ones we've seen from this round, it's probably it's probably my third favorite, I guess. I mean, I really liked the original. Um, I thought it was really well done. I like the commentary, and I have a really soft spot for King Kong versus Godzilla because that's the first one I remember watching. Yeah. Um, and so this one's probably I this one I like better than the the second like Godzilla raids again. Um so yeah, this is not my favorite, but I also really liked it, and it, it goes into uh, kind of like a I don't know, like an early New Earth or Green Earth kind of vibe that's got going on a little bit. So it's kind of early for some of that, which I enjoyed. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. I would it's it's not my favorite one, um, but I really liked it also. Yeah, it, it's also um, not one of my favorites, although I recognize it as a very good film. I either want Godzilla movies to be, I don't know, a lot more intense um, or a lot more ridiculous. You know, this one's just a good, solid movie. But I like the the insanity of some of the later films, you know, like Godzilla versus Meglon or 
Um, but yeah, it, it is a very uh, a good, very good film, I think, and it has a, a message. We're continuing the tradition of having uh, a pretty obvious uh, <laughs> political statement, I think. Um, Definitely, see, if you missed it until the end, they really drive it home at the very end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Godzilla versus the Thing, uh, fourth film. We're in 1964 here is when it was released. So let's just jump in. For anybody who doesn't know, if you're listening to me for the first time, we're slowly working our way through the entire Godzilla series. It's going to take a few years, but uh, we are doing it. <laughs> we'll do it. So Keep the previous marching. film was King Kong versus Godzilla. At the end of that movie, they had both fallen into the ocean. We saw Kong walking away, and we didn't see Godzilla again. So that's where Godzilla was in the last film. And we do have a little bit of continuity here, but uh, it takes a while for Godzilla to show up. So let's summarize the plot here. Uh, it starts with a terrible monsoon that does damage to the coast. We have two reporters. Um, was it Junko and Ichiro, I believe? Um, now we have to say Ichiro was played by Akira Takarada, and by the time this comes out, it'll be old news. Uh, but recently, Akira Takarada passed away, so we have to acknowledge it. And he was—he was in the first Godzilla film. He was in several of these movies. He was probably the actor you first think of when you think of the Godzilla franchise. He was very active in the uh, kind of the fan community. He often came to the convention. He wasn't there the year we went to G-Fest, which is unfortunate because I would have liked to have met him. But uh, yeah, he recently passed away. So goodbye, Mr. Takarada. Sorry, I didn't get to meet you. Thank you for what you gave us. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's in this one and several others. But anyway, so he plays Ichiro. Um, him and his uh, lady reporter friend, so they've got a, a man and a woman, he is, they're covering the situation, okay, with this uh, terrible monsoon came in, and they discover a strange object that washed up from the sea. So it's not really clear what it is. It just, I don't know, what does it look like to you? It looks almost like a solid oil spill. It's just kind of shiny. Yeah, I agree. It looks like a little oil spill, just shiny in the water. Yeah, I think they just pick it up, which is probably not a good idea, especially in modern times. But uh, <laughs> anyways, we find out pretty quickly we can put together what it is. Um, because on another beach down the coast somewhere, the storm has also brought in a... Yeah. Get the egg. <laughs> just a beat to it. <laughs> what is it, guys? <laughs> a gigantic egg. A gigantic egg, and we do mean gigantic. It's like the size of a, a large house. <laughs> so, uh, I like that. It's it's part. It's like off a fishing community, and the fishermen like go out on their boats and haul in this giant egg to the beach. Uh, of course, this becomes a media sensation, and scientists don't know what it is. Um, you know, at this point, though, we've had several giant monsters already in Japan. Shouldn't they have guessed it's a giant monster egg? But uh, and our two blocking out. Maybe they're blocking out the past from their memories. <laughs> through yeah, genetics. It's like in Godzilla raids again, where they have like a summary. They watch a video about what happened in the first movie. Pretty sure yeah. people still remember the giant monster. <laughs> <just> really <laughs> uh, but uh, anyways, our, our Tokyo our reporters go to cover this giant egg. Uh, we meet Mr. Kumaya. Uh, sorry if I say the name's wrong. Uh, my Japanese isn't that good. <laughs> And we are watching for the record. Um, you guys watched the, uh, the Japanese version, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this one didn't have, uh, didn't suffer as badly from changes as the some of the others did. But we do try and cover the original Japanese version here. And anyways, he is a greedy businessman. Uh, <laughs> and he has purchased the egg from the fishermen. So... Giant egg fell on beach. Fishermen bring it in. They claim ownership because it's their beach and they sell it to a businessman. Now, do either of you remember how they decide how much the giant egg is worth? Yeah, they multiplied it by like the size of a regular egg by 
how many like times larger the gigantic egg is um, yeah. as like that one-to-one <laughs> ratio right. that should be the same same cost um, so basically you take the weight of one chicken egg and just multi scale it up to the size of if one chicken egg was really 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 big never mind the fact that this is possibly a one-of-kind thing in existence um yeah, yeah. It's like well one egg is worth one dollar this is a hundred thousand times so i multiplied it have a funny way um and mia do you remember why does he want the egg why would he go buy this giant egg he wants a giant egg to make money and charge people so they can come and check out the new tourist attraction the giant egg <laughs> yes it's like ah he sees an opportunity for money let's basically let's take this thing in nature block it off and charge people to come look at it so yeah Thing about businessman uh, would do chopping down paradise to put up a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, so the greedy businessman, they're they're really the main villains here, um, more so than Godzilla. But um, oh, we find out that there's another man behind his plans, Mr. Korahata, and he tells his he tells Kumaya his uh, his plans to build a theme park around the egg. So we're not just going to charge people to look at the egg now we're going to build an entire amusement park around the uh the egg but as they're describing this plan um who shows up the mothra twins yeah and they're like two well they do a really good job with it right they like they're they're small people um they're really tiny in comparison to the other characters um so that's kind of one of their defining things and they talk all kind of high-pitched mm -hmm. as a as a piece of it too and they sing and they yeah. sing mm -hmm. they're everybody's favorite mothra fairy twins they're about in the they're about six inches tall probably and uh i think it's done really well you know how they they shoot it they have to kind of blend everything together in a creative way to make them look like they're actually in the room which means they built some gigantic sets to have the real life actor actresses run around in front of uh, that look, look like the sets in the movie so it's actually pretty well done um as we always remind people this is before way before cgi so uh the mothra twins i'm trying to think this was their first appearance in a Godzilla movie. This was Mothra's first appearance in a Godzilla movie. But um, for people who don't know, this is actually, these are real twins, the actresses, and they were uh, already kind of celebrities in Japan. They were musicians known as the Peanuts, and they had a singing career in Japan, so people already knew who they were. Now we remember them for the Godzilla movies, but at that time, they were already known as singers. So, um, Kind of a nice touch there um but they want to have the egg returned so they say that it's um well actually i'm not even sure how how much they really get to explain here because the men immediately instead of listening to the magical miniature ladies singing ladies they try to capture them like right away get them <laughs> yeah. um so and ichiro he uses the noise as an opportunity to burst in and kind of see what's going on behind the scenes and realize there's two men working together here instead of just one. So we also meet. So he goes back and he tells his friend. Now we have Ichiro, Junko, and a scientist, Professor Mura, Mira. Mira. I can't remember how he said his name. But um, so while they're discussing what's going on, the fairies come back again and they tell us all about the background so do you guys remember where whose egg is this where does it come from if anybody hasn't figured it out by now mothra's egg. <laughs> it's mothra's egg yeah. yeah and they're from infant island i think is what they call it and yeah, yeah they come they get washed up i guess as a consequence of the monsoon it's mothra's and they're worried, like they want their egg back because they want it back for Mothra, but they're also worried that if the egg hatches there, that the little baby Mothra 
um, will wreak havoc uh, where it is if they don't have it back on its island. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be a giant baby coming out of an egg. It's probably going to accidentally destroy everything around it, you know. Um, but of course, the greedy businessmen are not going to give up their opportunity to make cash. Um, oh, we also get our first look at Mothra here. Uh, she's come with the fairies. Uh, what else do we learn? Oh, the infant island. We have a little bit more of a atomic criticism here. Infant Island was actually extremely devastated. Most of life on it was wiped out by atomic weapons testing. Comes <laughs> back again. Yeah, it's still a running theme. I feel like we need a lot of reminders that atomic weapons are bad. So I mean, yeah. keep reminding us of it. I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we see this becomes important later. It becomes part of, a, part of the plot. So the three side, they're going to make an honest effort to go talk to the businessman to return the egg. But of course, they just completely dismiss them. Um, like They even bring out the twins. I think they've got them in a little box. <laughs> uh, and instead of listening to, again, the magical miniature ladies, they offer to purchase them. <laughs> so oh, we'll give you a million dollars for the magical miniature ladies, OK? Uh, and <laughs> so. The businessmen are not going to listen to reason, and the twins are sad, and they go back to Infant Island with Mothra. So now, um, the businessmen won't listen. We go to the media. Um, they work in the newspapers, so um, they turn a lot of they turn a lot of public sentiment against the men, but that's you know they can't really do anything to stop them, and so they start building the amusement park. And they even start, they build this giant, giant building to incubate Mother's Egg. <laughs> um, how many tickets do you have to sell to make your money back and all this investment? <laughs> what I want to know. Uh, I'll just want to try, like um, Ripley's Believe It or Not, where there's like all kinds of attractions. There's just one attraction. Yeah. Uh, and this idea of a theme park, though, that comes up later in... Godzilla versus Gigan. They make a Godzilla theme park. So we, we still got a ways to go before we get to that stuff. But those are some fun films. Oh, that's cool. I didn't I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. uh, 70s Godzilla is what I'm really looking forward to. Late, late 60s, early 70s, once we get to that stuff. But um, anyways, there's also this running gag here. I'm there's because the movie is about a giant egg. There's one guy who works at the uh, the newspaper office who's always eating an egg. He's eating an egg. Yep. Um, oh my gosh, it's kind of awkward. <laughs> any thoughts on the guy who's always eating an egg? I don't know. I think a weird thing to drop in there. I mean, it's like a couple of times too, right? Like yeah. two or three times it shows up I with think the every egg. Every time you see him, he's eating it. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah, it's more awkward. <laughs> it's like, eh, egg, big egg, yeah. little egg, yeah, little egg. We could eat the I little one, know. but not the big one. <laughs> so, a little bit of humor, I guess, thrown in. But uh, so, anyways, the scientists realize the object found in the beginning of the movie is highly radioactive. Okay, and that. That can usually only mean one thing in these movies. Well, the reporters take them to where it was found. Um, and all the flooding water has been pumped away. So leaving just this muddy field. And out from underneath the field comes... Godzilla. Godzilla. Godzilla, yay. Um, this is one of his more... I guess unique first appearances you know usually Godzilla swims in or he walks in over the horizon or he's whatever but um this one he comes up out of the ground so I guess we can assume yep. this is what happened after the Kong fight you know he went to get some rest and then he got covered by mud and now he's back awake and still in a bad mood of course um a little disoriented uh, as it turns out yeah. <laughs> That's the funny. I mean, this is one of the best Godzilla movies, but Godzilla's kind of clumsy in this film. 
He's, uh, I don't like much about him, though. I think it's, it feels like it's more like a Mothra twin baby movie than Godzilla. Yeah, it really is more. I mean, I guess maybe it was, I don't know, I'd have to look into the history of the uh, uh, creation of the film, but maybe it was more of a Mothra film and they put Godzilla in it because Godzilla is such a big name. That happens a few times where it's like, we've got an idea. Okay, let's put Godzilla in it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's clumsy. He wakes up. He, of course, he destroys everything in his path, but um, he's he's tripping and falling down. <laughs> thing but, with his uh, tail too, right? And it, it gets uh, stuck or he, he brushes up against a building or something too. And, and, then, and then he has to like, try to dislodge it. And they brings the building down on himself. <laughs> yeah, we get to some of that. I think a little bit later, uh, he a, a lot of stuff like that happens. His tail gets stuck. He just like falls down over, over the uh, a lower elevation Put down area. The booze. Put down the booze, yeah. Godzilla. Maybe Kong really did a number to his equilibrium, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, well, that's one of the first things he does. Actually, you're right, Justin. Looking here in my notes, he gets his tail stuck like you said <laughs> pulls the building up down on himself yeah. right um and then yeah then he trips at the hole and he falls onto a building so <laughs> he is kind of goofy here but um so now our three main protagonists the reporters and the scientists godzilla is here so um as we've established before um Nothing can defeat Godzilla. The only thing that's ever really defeated Godzilla was the oxygen destroyer, which was itself destroyed in the first movie and how to make it. So um, we have our three protagonists that go to the island to ask the fairies and ask Mothra to come help fight Godzilla because at a giant monster, you need another giant monster to fight. It's just how things work. Um, <laughs> But when we get there, we really do see how damaged everything is from the atomic testing. It's pretty bleak and everything's white. It kind of makes me think of like um, coral bleaching, if you've ever seen uh, some of the damage that's been done to the um, coral reefs, how they're all white. Uh, there's one thing I want to point out in this scene. <laughs> there's a large animal of some, uh, I'm sorry, a large skeleton of some animal in the, the foreground when they first come to the island. But if you look in the background, there's this giant tortoise that is completely white. Um, and you have to watch carefully during this scene because it looks like it's just a prop, but at one point it opens its eyes and moves its head and blinks. Did you guys, did you guys catch the yeah. turtle? No. Uh -uh. Yeah, it's very brief. Like right when the scene starts, you can see this turtle blink. And move its head a little bit and then it's completely still for like most of the scene but uh i really want to know more about that turtle <laughs> giant white turtle uh i should say excuse me Radio uh, into a ninja turtle. yeah i could become a ninja turtle teenage ah! mutant atomic yeah. turtles turtle power uh Okay, I'm going to resist going off on a Ninja Turtles rant and just stay focused on the movie. Uh, although, we should make an excuse to talk about that first movie one day because that's good. Yeah. We the three. We could pretend like it's horror. And it, was, it. it was kind of a dark movie when you were a little kid seeing that movie. You know, they're swearing. The Godzilla movies are not going to be very dark. I mean, I feel like the first Ninja Turtles movie is at least as dark as some of the Godzilla films that are coming. Uh, yes, darker than some of these Godzilla films, but, um, yeah, so, the, so they get to the island, and, like, the first thing that happens is they're completely, um, well, they're surrounded and captured by the natives of the island, and this kind of reminds me of King Kong versus Godzilla, right? The same thing that happens in Japan. What's that? No smoking kids. Right. right. I forget about the smoking kids. <laughs> they didn't bring cigarettes for the children. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice to them. Yeah. There's also um King Kong versus Godzilla. Wasn't there some blackface 
than that. Or Basically, what? they were painted darker. Here, there's no, um, there's no like artificial darkening of the skin, except for the warriors are completely painted red, um, which doesn't really make much sense because everything's white. It makes them stick out more. But I don't know, culture. <laughs> so they're taken to the leader of the island who refuses to help them. And he's got a pretty good reason for not wanting to help them. You remember why he says no? No, I don't remember actually. Is it because that they're like part of the people that destroyed their island? Is that why? Yeah, that's exactly it. They are they are outsiders, you know, to the natives. Everybody's an outsider, and outsiders are the ones who drop these bombs that caused all kinds of destruction on the island, ruining their home. So uh, they're like, yeah, we're not going to help you. And also, you guys didn't give us our Mothra egg back. So no, we're not going to help you. Go deal with it yourself. Um, but then the fairies sing a song. Everyone goes to the fairies. We see the last part of the island that isn't affected by the radiation and how beautiful it is. Um, but even the fairies say no. The fairies just flat out say, nah, you can't have Mothra. Deal with Godzilla on your own. But our, the protagonists give a few speeches and that changes everyone's mind. Uh, I feel like that doesn't work in real life as much. Yeah, you can't just give a passionate speech and people change their mind about something they've uh, made their mind up about. If not, social media would be a lot more effective. <laughs> Maybe social media is what keeps the speeches from being effective. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, but Mothra, Mothra, who is basically like their god, uh, Mothra communicates and she says, okay, you guys are saying no, but I will, I will go. And I will help them fight Godzilla. But we also learned that Mothra is dying and going to be re reincarnated into her babies. So it's kind of important that we protect the, the egg. Um, now it's time for the, what I always call, there's two kinds of obligatory scenes in these movies, right? Um, one is scientists and military people sitting around explaining things to you and telling you what their plan is. Uh, and two is the military sending all their weapons out and doing, accomplishing nothing, right? So uh, we have the, we have the first, the first one where the military explains everything. Luckily, this one's pretty short here. They're just like, okay, here's what we're going to do. All right, move along. <laughs> you know, some of the other movies that could go on for like 10 yeah. minutes. I think it was uh, the Godzilla Raids again, I think, where it was just like scene after scene after scene of military people debating things. And they, then they go back, you know, they like, <laughs> they left the fight and they're like, no, no, we need to go back to our whiteboard <laughs> and decide again. <laughs> yeah, that, that one. That was, that was, was kind of weird. Like somehow they managed to get back and forth and have a plan and make the plan. And yeah, the time flow makes no sense there at the end of that movie. Um, but here's done fairly well. Um, we're in the final act now. So we finally get to see, we haven't had too much monster action other than Godzilla kind of falling down <laughs> a few times. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah, so... What do they send in first? It's Godzilla, you gotta send in the tanks. The miniature tanks. Shooting bottle rockets. <laughs> I love I love the miniature work in these films. When it's done well, it's done really well. Um, but sometimes, especially you know, in modern times with like big screen TVs and Blu-rays and stuff like that. You can tell, like, oh, it's a little, it's a little uh, Hot Wheels tank, you know? <laughs> it's like a little but, toy uh, soldiers, you know? Right. Um, although one of the worst is still in Godzilla, when King Kong versus Godzilla, when he gets, he gets the girl and climbs up the building, but it's just obviously a little doll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so what happens here? Uh, yeah, the tanks do nothing. Um, greedy businessman number one, Kumaya, he goes to confront Torahata. 
uh, and he realized that Torahata has been pulling the strings while taking in, profiting off the situation and taking no real risk of his own. Uh, there's a, a, a lot more that we've kind of skipped over with them going on and how he's kind of being cheated. Uh, so he basically goes to confront him. He's like, you screwed me over. And it ends up into a, a fairly bloody fight. He just beats the hell out of him, doesn't he? You know, <laughs> almost kills him. And then he just starts bagging up all the money. But, <laughs> so Godzilla starts coming, right? And Torahata shoots him. So, Justin, you mentioned this earlier. So do you want to tell us kind of the, the twist here about, uh, so he, he shoots, Torahata shoots um, the guy who came to beat him up and take his money. And how does that whole situation play out with Godzilla coming? Yeah, it's like a classic, like uh, highlighting how people's greeds can literally kill them. Um, so he uh, he still is like trying to get the money after Tor uh, Torhad is still trying to get the money together after he shoots Kumaya, and uh, because of that, he's not able to escape. And uh, Godzilla comes in, is kind of destroying the building, and uh, he gets killed as part of it. Yeah. He's literally killed by his greed. That's right, yeah. Everyone else, like, runs out at the last second. But because he wanted to stop and bag up as much money as possible, um, yeah, he gets, he gets killed by Godzilla. So, um, all right, big, big finale, monster action, what everyone really comes for, right? Um, Godzilla, you know, at this point, Godzilla is still just a jerk. Remember, everybody, so... First thing he does, he goes and finds Mothra egg, Mothra's egg and tries to destroy it. He uses his tail to whip at the, the giant incubator they've made. But Mothra arrives in time, and the fight finally breaks out. So let me ask you a question. Um, how, when you first hear Mothra versus Godzilla, how do you think this fight is going to play out? Uh, how do you think Mothra can fight Godzilla? <laughs> Yeah, not well. I mean, I kept thinking that like all Godzilla needed to do was use his nuclear fire breath. His atomic breath. And, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like, a, you know, a kind of a moth. I mean, just the idea of a moth taking on a giant lizard um, is kind of funny. Um, but they do a really good job with it. Mothra holds, holds their own. For, for a lot of the fight here. I mean, yeah. the mother like uses the the wings to like blow Godzilla around in a like super powerful wind. Uh, yeah. To, to um, it's done pretty well because, well, I mean, Mother had already been built up and shown how powerful she was in her previous film. You have to understand she's sort of like a god. Uh, so she fought, she fights intelligently, right? Obviously in a direct strength she's no match for godzilla but she can fly she has agility so um it may seem like she's an easy fight but yeah as you pointed out there's a cool thing she just flaps her wings really hard and the wind is so powerful that it knocks godzilla down and pushes him away uh so he but he still wants that egg i don't know what he wants with the egg does godzilla eat eggs does he just instinct instinctively want to destroy um he's evil in this movie yeah, it's just he's evil. Gonna destroy it. Destroy stuff. Step on stuff. When he's not falling over. Okay. Wonder he didn't fall into the egg and destroy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So what does Martha do? Yeah, she pushes him with his wings. Um. She's like flying around and evading his attacks while attacking at the back of his head. Uh. At least really annoying him. And she does. She knocks him down, and then. Ah, secret power. Um, she has like a, a poisonous powder that she sprays all over him, right? Yeah, that's um, And that really hurts him, but he finally catches her, what we've all been waiting for, with his radioactive breath. And to be fair, it takes one blast and she's dead. <laughs> so, right, once he gets in with that, uh, the, the atomic breath, Mothra's finished. Um, so she flies to her egg and dies. Um, the end, Godzilla wins. All right. Yeah. There's, there's still more. 
Uh, we have a second fight coming that maybe you weren't anticipating. Um, but first, it's not really clear, like, if Godzilla wants to destroy the egg, why he doesn't just go straight to the egg and destroy it now. Maybe he's tired. Maybe he's just distracted. But anyways. Maybe he just Godzilla hated just... Mothra. Like, maybe he just hated Mothra. He's like, yeah. this is Mothra's egg. I'm going to mess around and piss off Mothra. And then once Mothra's dead, he didn't care anymore. Yeah, maybe the goal was to bring Mothra out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Who, who knows what goes through Godzilla's mind. Um, but we're going to night now. And the military uh, military starts another round of attacks. Okay, we, we've lost our only plan really failed. So they did more tanks and stuff. Now, um, if you'll watch during this scene, though, a little bit of trivia. At one point, the Godzilla costume actually catches on fire. Did you guys catch that when you watched the movie? I think I saw the, I don't think I saw Godzilla on fire either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're shooting all the rockets and stuff at him. Mm-hmm. And the, the Godzilla costume catches on fire and but it looked really well so they just kept it in the movie (laughs) so yeah watch that scene again and you'll see that the costume uh (laughs) is on fire and that was not supposed to happen but it looked good so they kept it and godzilla is not not hurt by this round again and they set up high voltage wires um which also don't do much good but while so the fairies go and pray over the egg, and Godzilla is lured into military's plan B, or maybe plan C at this point. Um, do you guys remember what they do next? After the electrical wires and uh, tanks don't work? They just drop some big, big-ass nets on him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gotta admit they're creative, right? Who would have thought throw a net on him, you know? <laughs> Where also did they get a big fucking net from? <laughs> yeah. It's a fisherman tail. It is a fisherman tail, but this is a big net. It's a big yeah. net. Um yeah. they the Japanese that's one thing about the Japanese military or and this is actually kind of believable if, if you know a little bit about Japanese culture. And they need to make something. They make it fast and they make it well. So we need a, we need several gigantic nets to throw over Godzilla. All right, we have three hours to go. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, but yeah, it works. They throw they just throw several nets on Godzilla and it trips him up long enough and they get, that they electrocute him. Uh, of course, it doesn't work for long because he does break out and blast everything. But um, now here, there's a little subplot that gets introduced really quickly. Um, there's like a teacher and her students are stuck on an island nearby and Godzilla is coming to the island. Um, so yeah, children in danger. But forget about that because the egg is hatching. Yay. And we have a little, a little twist here. Uh, Mia, do you remember what the twist is about the, the egg? What comes out of the egg? Yeah. Please, 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 they're, they're like caterpillars. Yeah, caterpillars. Oh. Oh. That's what yeah. They're, they're uh, do you think they're cute, Mia? <laughs> 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 they have like kind of faces. Um, yeah, they're not really that cute. Um, but um, no, the twist should have been that it was. Um, Godzilla's kid or something. Oh yeah. That well, that be. comes in later, right? Like half Godzilla, half uh, half caterpillar thing comes. Yeah, out. that's why Godzilla was trying to come destroy it. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the father. <laughs> I don't know. That thing looks like you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So big surprise. There's twins, which is pretty cool. Um, so yeah, Godzilla's yeah, going with child support. <laughs> I will not pay child support. You will die. <laughs> hey, everybody, keep coming back because eventually we do get uh, throughout the series, we've had two Godzilla children, two Godzilla sons, three if you include the animated series, four actually if you include the two animated series. So we actually get a lot of Godzilla's kids. Um, 
but not yet. Here it's bonkers. Well, that sounds bad. Uh, There's that funky looking one, right? The, um, the like the big eyes. <laughs> Minya. Minya, yeah, in the Godzilla movies. There's also Godzuki in the animated series, the Hanna Barbera one. one. It might be just the one. Godzuki is the one that I remember in the animated. Yeah. You, you're probably thinking Minya, the weird. Yeah, he. Um, we'll get to that, and I'm looking forward to it. But, anyways, as of right now, Godzilla is still a bad guy. It's like something from the dinosaur show. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you who cannot see on the podcast, they just Googled <laughs> Minya and are currently laughing about what he looks like. <laughs> Gosh, Godzuki is super freaking cute. Uh, oh, look oh, at him, his little no. gif. Like, ah! Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that show one day, too. Um, there's a lot to get to. But, anyways, so we have baby Mothras, two baby Mothras. Godzilla's coming to the island with the school children. Um, and the, moth, um, the Mothra twin, twins swim after him. It's kind of cute the things they do. They, they, they swim, they're weird weird little way um and our three main characters go to the island to try and rescue the children so now like the mothra fight you're probably thinking how could two caterpillars fight godzilla um but again well no first off one of them does something really stupid do you guys remember the first thing it tries to do when it charges charges and tries to bite its tail i think um and godzilla just kind of like nope <laughs> yeah it sneaks up and bites godzilla's tail which is one of the dumbest things i've ever seen in these movies and these movies have some dumb things like you said just uh, is more annoyed really than anything and throws it around on the end of its tail while it's holding on for dear life but they have a special weapon you know do you remember their special weapon yeah, Not they could, they shoot endless amounts of silk out of their mouths, yeah. and it goes yes. on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> they are bug types, um, so um, can I just tell every? I'm sorry, my brain just made a few jumps there, and I want to tell a quick story. I went caterpillars, bug types, Pokemon. Okay, here we are. Um, my life has come full circle. I had to confiscate Pokemon cards in class the other day. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. This, this class in particular, they're really unfocused, you know, sometimes, and they'll be playing with their pencils or playing with whatever. So I told them, okay, guys, look, put everything away. If I see it, I'm taking it. No more warnings, you know. And there's one kid playing with something under his desk. You can tell, they think you can't tell, but you can tell. And I said, I'm taking whatever it is. And when I got there, he had a stack of Pokemon cards. Like, oh no. <laughs> you become the authoritarian teacher. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so, that's, that's great, I love that. Thanks for yeah, sharing. <laughs> I had to, I, I almost did it. Like in my mind, I went, no, I can't do it. No, I'm an adult. I have to do it. <laughs> I like that reasoning. Yeah. Um, come on, guys. Well, he gets them back after class, right? So, um, what were we talking about? Godzilla? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the caterpillars. Think about the little mother twins, twins. Shooting silk out of their mouth. For like five yes. minutes. Um. <laughs> because as we all learned from Pokemon, bug types may be weak, but they have special pow powers. Uh, all right we'll circle brought it back uh, yeah so these little things uh mothra had her poison powder they have an endless amount of silly string um <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're also really smart like mothra they they like there's lots of rocks and stuff on the island for them to hide behind so like one will come out shoot at godzilla they go hiding and when godzilla turns around the other one will sneak out to the other side and shoot him and uh, so they, they kind of double team him using being sneaky. And this works, it, it works. Um, they yep. completely, completely uh, encase him in silk 
and he falls into the ocean. Um, so the children on the island get rescued, of course, and the king of, of the monsters is defeated by two giant caterpillars with silly string. I love it. You liked it? Uh, it's like a little cocoon. It's like they're trying yeah. to jump up there. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. It 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 feel as a Godzilla fan, it almost seems disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> like really, he was defeated by two caterpillars who just wrapped him up like Spider Man, you know. Um, but I can't think of any other way. Um, Godzilla is the bad guy here, and you have to defeat the bad guy by the end of the movie. I can't really think of any other way to do it. So. <laughs> um. Well done, little baby moppers. Well done. What did you guys, Mia said she liked it. What did you think about this, uh, this in, in fight or the fight with Mothra, Justin? It was fun. I mean, I, I was kind of making fun of it a little bit as it was playing out um, because the scene, the scene where the caterpillars are actually firing at Godzilla is, um, it reminded me a little bit, I think, in Godzilla Raids again, where we like see the same scene of the, fighter pilots like over and over again um, yeah had a little bit of that i'm like okay like i understand it takes a long time to cover up godzilla with silly string but it was it was several minutes of godzilla turning one way and you know they're yeah. shooting out their silly string and then godzilla turns around and i'm like okay how many times is godzilla just gonna make the same move for these freaking little caterpillars to encase him but it was also kind of cool i mean you know it's kind of also fun to watch godzilla slowly get encased and silly string from caterpillars or, or silk from caterpillars so it was, it was good mm -hmm. i am uh, is where they the protagonists meet again right and then they're like i forget exactly what it is they say i'm not going to be able to remember now but like at the at the end they're like and take care of the earth yeah <laughs> and no more nuclear disasters and let's all be better <laughs> it's kind of like okay yeah these movies often end with a little speech um <laughs> Of like, uh, I've learned something today, uh, kind of like old South Park episodes. We should all try very hard to not destroy the planet. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Good night, everybody. See you next time. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> yep. yeah, I try and go ahead. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it was fun. I try and put myself when I watch these old movies in the mindset of somebody watching them when they're new. And I bet it really was a spectacle though. <laughs> like oh, Godzilla's yeah. fighting two giant caterpillars and uh, yeah. Yeah, seeing the kind of like in Godzilla. 1965 was probably pretty intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I recently watched um, The Giant Gila Monster, mm. which was 1959. That one was pretty rough, but um, yeah. It, Guys, everyone, you can laugh at the gods, some of these old Godzilla movies if you want. They were really a lot better, though, than a lot of the other stuff that was coming out at the time. <laughs> there were some good giant monster movies around the time, but there were some really bad ones, too. Um, giant Gia Monster, for example. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Anything? So, any last thoughts on this movie before we move on? What's next? A good one in the series. Yeah. Not yeah. the best. Certainly not the worst. Uh, I think from some of what comes, well, what we've already seen, uh, Godzilla Raids again, was, as we talked about, I think was we talked about how it was rushed and maybe not as great. I think this is better than that. And then when some of the Godzilla movies turn a little silly, some of them are good and some of them... I'm not sure gonna resonate well with me. So <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed this one. It felt more like Mothra's movie than Godzilla's. Um, no, I definitely think it is. Um, it's a, like I said at the beginning. It's one of the more respected films in the series, and I, I agree. I think it is a good, a good film. Um, it's got um, good characters. Sometimes the characters can be kind of an afterthought, but they're good here you're actually like i remember what happens with the characters sometimes i just forget you know who they were and what they were doing uh the moth of twins twins are great um yeah it, it's it's a good movie it's not one of my personal favorites um but 
I recognize it as a, a good film. So let's see here. The next Godzilla movie we're going to cover, which will be, so we try and do one of these about every fourth episode. So it'll be a couple months before we get to the next one. But the next one is going to be Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, Ghidorah's debut, which is really exciting. Uh, Mothra comes back at that one. And, but that's not going to be our next episode. Our next episode will be Mia's pick. And Mia, can you tell us what you picked? I picked Train to Busan. Justin, have you seen that one? I haven't seen it yet. No. Nope. We've been uh, to Busan. We've been to Busan. Uh, and I remember seeing advertisement for it when it came out, but I've not seen it. So I'm excited to see one I haven't seen. I have actually not seen this movie, which is um, kind of surprising because I'm a big zombie fan. This is a really one of the probably most respected zombie films to come out in several, several years. You know, it has a big reputation. It's been on my list for a while, so I was excited that you picked it. Uh, happy to see it. And uh, Very good. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's a Godzilla movie. So with that, um, we'll see you next time. We should, by the time you hear this, maybe, um, we're trying to get up on iTunes. So everybody, if uh, uh, hopefully we're on it by the time this comes out. But if you could go follow us on iTunes, maybe subscribe, uh, check out our Facebook page. We'd appreciate a like there. We, we really enjoy um, getting interaction from people who are listening. I love to hear what people think, make, make requests, you know, Send us some movies. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. And We've got a couple of requests already, so we're really open to doing more of them. It's a lot of fun. So some of our some ones we've gotten were from requests. So yeah, definitely send us some requests. That would that would be fun for us. Yeah, and we've got a few more, a few more coming pretty soon down the line. Uh, but we'll talk about that when it comes. All right, guys. I think that's pretty much it for this movie. Um, thanks for joining me, and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having us. Bye. Bye. Bye.